Welcome back, Gameaholics, to the Gameaholic Podcast. It's Colin Luke, and today we're talking an indie game. A banging indie game, actually. A little, little under the radar, Luke. Yeah, you know what? It was when we were looking up just some incremental information earlier. I thought it was, you know, it was shocking actually how little there was. Yeah. Um, the name of the game is Spirit Tea. You know what's really funny? Um, you know, this is one of those cozy games, right? Like one of the sort of what is it, Stardew Valley? What else can we think about? Like, I don't want to really compare it to Animal Crossing, but kind of like Animal Crossing, I guess, in a way. But I just feel like in Animal Crossing, it's more like do whatever the hell you want, whereas like Stardew Valley is very much like you have set times and set days, kind of like Harvest Moon. Yeah, it's kind of almost like like a small, it's a sandbox style game, I totally. feel like. Kind totally. of gives you like that Minecraft vibe almost. But it's interesting because do you remember how I found this game? I got God on, I got one of those YouTube ads that just called it out to me and I was like, this actually looks very interesting. Yeah. And then up, upon researching, we actually saw what in the first day that it came out, it had tons of positive reviews, a lot of great accessibility type reviews as well. A game that's really welcoming, I think, to like a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life, you know? I think that's a really cool thing. So it combines two things that I, I quite enjoy, which is video games and Spirited Away. Yeah. So people always say this is kind of like what you would see as a cross between Spirited Away and like a Stardew Valley type situation where you're grinding for money, you're making friends with the locals, you're doing all this other kind of stuff, solving spirit problems. Hanging and, out with spooks. Yeah, hanging out with the spooks, yeah. And um, the spooks, spooks, spooks. And just realistically just making money to build the bathhouse and, and go from there. So, you know, the game starts off, I feel like so generic as a lot of these games do, which is just like, hey... It's like, oh, wow, all of a sudden, you know, you are a caretaker or you're moving to this small house in this small town because you're trying to write a book. Yeah. And then the whole point of the game is you drink this tea that's a spirit tea and you can start seeing spirits, which sure enough is what opens up this whole bathhouse thing and, and tracking these spirits down, making that money and, and building the bathhouse into everything that's a little bit, you know, bigger. Um. I had a really good time with it. How many hours did I put in? 26, I think? 27? Yeah. It was a good amount of time I put into this game. Yeah. You not so much. You didn't, I don't think it hit necessarily as hard for you, but. No, I I think I played maybe like max four hours. Just to get a feel for it. I, I think like, uh, and this has been a recurring joke for me and Luke at least, that we keep saying we're going to record or re do a review of Spear uh, Stardew Valley. And you and I have tried playing that game like five or six times. Yeah. And every time we play it for like an hour, we just say that's not, that's enough of this. I, I think this is the first time you probably pulled through and actually went committed to like one of these games. I personally just can't get behind it. And it's just because it just, it, it can, I can see the appeal and how it's like kind of like relaxing to play. Mm -hmm. um, and like, it's easy and the music's calming. Uh, and like you said, like there's every walks of life have enjoyed this game from what we've reviewed in the comments yeah. at least. Uh, but myself, it just doesn't really, um, I guess like check all the boxes when it comes to like me playing a game, uh, whether it's the story or the actual like just gameplay itself. And like I said, I've tried to play games oh. like Steer, uh, Stardew Valley before like multiple times. I really want to try and like actually play those games because I see how crazy they can yeah, get. I, I, it just doesn't really do it for me. The problem um, is I think that we're some of those people that want a little bit more action in our games and, and a lot of the time like i said like i could go doing a, a shift at that bathhouse like 
is is literally like an hour of your time, right? Like it's it's a lot just to kind of be going around. And I think you need to be able to be one of those people that just finds like peacefulness in sort of doing that stuff. And like I think I need to be really in a specific mood to enjoy these type of games. It feels like it's a job almost, and I don't want to do like a job. I'm trying to get away from doing work and stuff like that. In I a can, sense, I can like, see that. And it's weird because I think like the the concept of it's cool. Like yeah, like I would love to like move to like a resort town, like get a, a free house basically, and just like you know hang out with some spirits and like mm-hmm. run like a little bathhouse. It's kind of cool, cool concept. Um, in real life, that'd be cool. Not the ghost part of it, but like running a bathhouse would be kind of cool. I think. And also, like, having just a free house that's in a nice little house on the beach almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would do that. That'd be cool in real life. But, like, in, this fa- in, in the retrospect of a game concept, I just – it's tough for me to, like, really dive in and be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amount 20 hours of this or whatever. Well, you know what? Like, again, for me, the thing that kept me coming back was I did find kind of some peace in doing the – um bathhouse day-to-day making that money but realistically the part that i thought was very cool about this game was like tracking the spirits down and that's one thing i think this game did really well is to get different types of spirits to come into your bath um you need to a get like a high enough spirituality rank to unlock the quest but then b you need to solve whatever their wants needs blah 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 were at the time and there's a lot of spiritual quests i think that go through this game like there's over 20, 25, I want to say, different spirits and different quests that you can do. And there's ones that are like, you know, they they give you a hint to kick it off, which will be like, hey, this person is upset because their cell phone goes missing at night. And you're like, what the hell? Right? So you have to like talk to them and they say, it's at like three o'clock. I wake up and my phone's gone or blah, blah, blah. Then you just need to like stand in their room for like 12 hours and just watch and wait for like a ghost to come. And then you need to either follow the ghost or try to confront the ghost or blah, 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 and see sort of what the ghost's or spirit's needs are and then go from there, which I thought was very cool. Um, No, yeah, like that's something I actually enjoyed, like for the two or three hours I really put in. Like I think the quest line was cool and the fact that you have to go to like town and go to like the chalk uh, message board. Or like the yeah. like the town message board, or like and people I, are like, and like they're help. like there's there's something going on. Like I'm frustrated. I need help. And then you go and talk to them, and you're like yeah, like it's happening at this, and you go and do whatever. I think that was a cool concept for like keep the, you, yourself entertained. I think you said Luke, there was like issues early on with the game. There was a glitches. lot. Agreed. And I think we played this back when it first like technically launched. I think it was like maybe a month after. So they I know they patched some of things, but. I remember, like, it was, like, maybe I was, like, the third or fourth hour in, and I'd done, like, three or four quests, and I was enjoying the game, and all of a sudden, randomly, there was just nothing in, like, ta- my task board. I'm, like, I'm, like, well, what do I do? I don't want to just keep feeding the same or, like, helping the same, like, three spirits. I kind of want to keep I know, but that's probably because you have to, right? And then I was upgrading the, the place a little bit, and, like, the upgrades take forever for some reason. Yeah, they take, like, days. Yeah, which is so dumb. But that's... that's... I get it. I get, it's a cool concept, I guess, but, like, I was just, like... I want it to happen now so I can progress the game. I don't want to wait days. And that's one of the parts that I found really challenging was like I wasn't invested at all in the townsfolk or the characters or building relationships with them. And I thought, and I know we talked about this a little bit, I thought the mini games were horrible and not explained and just like so confusing. So like, you know, when when you meet people, there's a multitude of different things you can do with them depending on their personalities. Some of them are kind of easy, like bug catching or fishing. And every time you catch a bug or a fish, it boosts your relationship. One of them is karaoke, which is sort of just like a button mashing type thing. 
But then there's the dinner together one, which is so confusing to me. It's like, you need to make lettuce wraps, but you can't have a lot of sauce in there, but you also only have a limited amount of rice. So like it, depending on blah, 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 depends on the hunger deliciousness meter. And I'm like, just let me just eat. Like, why are you making a mini game? Or the drinking one. The drinking also... one, drinking one made no sense to me too. Like, you have to like click a certain button and it drops it into the drink. And also, it's like you're drunk. You yeah. lost this round. It's it's, like, I'm like, how did I lose? It, it was a competition for who can get fill the oh, shot glass oh, that's before it, was. it fills over. I was pretty good at it actually. I think I won majority. But I mean, it was just like I don't know. Those to me felt. I was just like, okay, guys. Like we we kind of get we kind of get it right. And that was, I don't know, like, I know that for that kind of stuff, when they say, oh, the bathhouse is closed for two days, it's, they want you to, like, go around town and, like, talk to people and, like, explore and, like, meet blah, 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 and go from there and whatever. And it's, like, that's totally fine. I totally get that. But also at the same time, it's just, like, dude, like, you know, make these characters more interesting. Or there's, the the other thing I didn't love was there's those relationship meters with the characters, right? And there's actually, when I got to the first heart, I was like, nice, I maxed out my relationship. No, there's three more tiers of relationship maxing you need to do. And early on in the game, they say when you max out relationships with people, you can get them to work at the bathhouse with you. Through my 26 hours of playing this game, I never got a single person to work at the bathhouse with me. I thought it was a whole thing that they couldn't work with you because nope. like, it's supposed to be a secret. No, but if you have a high enough friendship level... You can you, tell them. Yeah, like, Guess you what? can... Exactly. And I never got there just because, like, I was just, like, I did not enjoy, like, the weird hangouts with people. And some days people would be like, I don't want it. Like, get away from me. I need my space. Oh, yeah. Like, that, didn't, that didn't make any sense to me either. When you're talking to people, I remember that. You talk to them and they were like, hey, like, actually, could you just not talk to me right now? It's yeah. Like, it's like, oh. And then like, like, hey, you're coming on a little strong. Like it was too too abrupt. Like it was too abrupt. Like I get it if you kept talking for like, like 20 minutes, but no, no real conversation or anything. You're ever like, you're ever like, Mm -hmm. hey, like, hey man, how are you today? Good. How's it good seeing you? Oh, cool. Um, I like doing fishing. Oh, nice. And you click on it again to talk to them a third time. They're like, actually, can you get away from me right now? Yeah. Like like, you're, you're you're coming on a little strong. Like that's not a human interaction. Or like it's either, it's like a flip of a coin. It's either they'll say. You're coming on a little strong or they'll be like, you're done. Like, get out of here. So there's really just like, I don't know. It, or they'll say, let's let's go hang out tonight. Like, there's no middle ground there. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. So the relationship stuff just wasn't great. Um, again, I thought for me on the game, like the shining light was sort of just like the, the quests and being able to figure that kind of stuff out. And, you know, one of the big ones that I really enjoyed was, um, you know, going in there and there's one where you find a... a ghost train in the woods and it hits you and it gets you naked what yeah i know and then you wake up on a beach naked and you need to like walk back and get your clothes and then go back the next night and like track down this like train and there's just like a spirit obviously that's like fucking around um so again i thought the i thought there was a lot of ingenuity with some of these quests and i don't know if you ever got some but there's a couple quests that actually influence um like your hud like in the game. So it's almost kind of breaking the fourth wall. So like, for example, what you can do is like when you're walking around, sometimes you'll hear like a munching sound, like literally like a... And then when you turn on spear vision, you'll see a little spirit where your coins are eating your coins. What? Yeah. And once you catch them three times, 
Wanya and the cat basically just hits him over the head. He's like, stop stealing from us. And like, there's some of them that actually influence like the HUD display. That's cool. Or, I don't know if you ever got this one, but eventually at one point, your HUD starts overflowing and it's getting all black and like tarry. Okay. It's super sick. <clears throat> it's like, yeah. So I'm having like, that kind of stuff I thought was really um, a, a nice surprise with the game. Yeah. Breaking but, the fourth wall a bit. Totally breaking the fourth Even wall. Even at the end of the game, where like if um yeah, Wanin was like, like hey, like you holding the like the what is it like the deck? yeah I know you holding the Steam Deck, and I was like w- weird, but okay. Yeah, he's, he's like yeah, you're he's like you have you uh, humans have like a short lifespan or whatever. So I was like oh shit. Yeah, why are you making this decision? Blah 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 yeah, blah, yeah, which yeah. I thought was cool. And beating the game, you know, um, I thought that they there was some stuff I think in the game that they just didn't really explain super super well, which mm-hmm. wasn't great for me. Like one of the big ones that I'm talking about is um, you know I didn't know you could beat the game until I researched it five minutes ago, and we actually beat the game together on my on my Switch. But they don't tell you that every night you need to go to your desk and and quote unquote write your book a little bit. Yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, I I guess I'm just here until something happens. But then it turns out, oh, when your book's done, you can leave, which is kind of what I did. Yep. So going in there and literally going for my book, having zero, um, zero entries into having the whole book finished in, in one day felt a bit silly. I just, I, I don't want to say I wish they guided you a little bit more, but I kind of wish they guided you a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe that's like a little bit of like, like I said, like it felt like sometimes like you're just waiting around. So totally. But they didn't really like tell you like, hey, like it's not like your your spirit and ghost, like your little cat boy was like, hey, like maybe let me sit maybe, down yeah. and read a little bit. Yeah, exactly. But because but, but, he didn't want you to, obviously. He's like, he's like, I didn't think you, I didn't want you to leave. But then also just like, you know, I, I think the whole point of this game is it's one of those games where you shouldn't just play Like honestly, and I hate to say this, you shouldn't just play this for, for 10 hours. Like you should play this for 50 hours and on the days when you're bathhouse is being rebuilt you can talk to people hang out with people go do this with people blah 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 it's also very interesting to me and we kind of touched on this i think before the podcast but no romancing abilities there are no relationships kind of at all in that game which I yeah thought was unlike weird. stardew valley where like you can romance you, you have marry. kids you can yeah. marry yeah so i don't know if you have kids i just think i might just made that up yeah, but, but you can definitely get you married. definitely married yeah and and one of the things i thought was interesting about that in this game specifically is there's times where you're hanging out with some characters where they actually kind of make hints that it's a date yeah like they'll be like oh i don't normally go on dates like this or something like that and it's just like oof okay <laughs> But then also at the same time, I guess it's clearly not a date because nothing comes from it. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought the the character movements across the map were also very interesting. Like just like characters were actually designed to be at their jobs during certain times of day. And everybody actually kind of had their own life that they were living during the day. And even Saturdays, like the teachers would be off or Sundays, the restaurant would be closed. Like... They actually lived on a schedule, which I thought was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing I thought that they might have missed on a little bit is there was really no, like, events, no town events or anything like that that 
they they could do. Like, like a little festival type of thing? Right. And, and, Based on like the season? And you see that in a lot of different games. games because, you know, I know in Animal Crossing they do that quite a bit. Harvest Moon they do that. I'm assuming in Stardew Valley they have events, right? Like dances and stuff like that. If they I'm do it in like Pokemon, like the newer stuff too. Yeah, exactly. Like based on like the season because they had seasons added in like Gen 5 and they'd actually like have yeah. things in different towns. It would be very cool if there was like town events that you could go to. But yeah. unfortunately there's not. So that was a bit of a mess. Um, Even um, Minecraft, if you want to compare it in a sense, it's not the same really, but like a sound, sandbox game, like when the seasons change, like they would actually add it to the game. Which well, seasons cool. do change. Like there's snow on the ground and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like that does no, but happen. Like, but like Minecraft would add things for it. Yeah, like, okay. Season. Yeah. So yeah, just you, you don't get that, um, which I was kind of like, people would leave you letters and be like, it's the last day of fall. It's going to get cold. And it's like, okay. But it's a cool concept. It's like any, um, like you said, like this game is mixed between like Spirited Away. Yes, And obviously exactly. like... And like Stardew Valley, so it's a cool concept. Um, for and and give them praise, like for how small of a dev team they have, and a and a team that actually like built this game, like the fact that like yeah, we could have added probably, um, they probably could have added more like you want, but like at the same time, like it's not like a huge team, and I'm sure uh, their second project or maybe like their maybe if they do like another patch note, maybe they add more things to the game yeah. for people to use. But like you said, like the game's kind of done. There's a secret ending where you can unlock more and figure out more about your which like, we couldn't find. We couldn't find the answers to. Yeah, like you could maybe find out a bit more about like your little ghost again. One the in, yeah. in, the because, little cat. Because there's there's four shrines that are hidden, and each shrine there's like um, a bunch of offerings, quote unquote, that you need to give the shrine. And those offerings are either like fish, bugs, things from different seasons, plants, things that you can buy at the store. There's a ton of different things in each of them. So that's the other problem with these offerings is you need to go through the seasons, so a year in theory, or I guess each season's 30 days. So you need to go through 120 days and make sure you're collecting all of the right pieces for each of these shrines. Because some of the bugs, like like you see in Animal Crossing, may only be available in the winter. Or some of the bugs may only be available in the summer, or some of the plants may only be available here, or blah, 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 blah. So the, the, that's one of the problems is there's a lot of grinding to get those shrines. And to be honest, I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Yeah. I also wanted to say, like, I caught a bunch of frogs one time and put them in my house and they just disappear every time you catch them. Really? Yeah. Well, you drop them into the house, be like, it's my pet now. And they just, like, eventually just, like, dis disappear in the air. You, you eventually get, a, like, a, a spirit that's, like, a vendor. And you can sell shit like that to it. And they'll give you some money. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's you like... You sell frog to yeah, the vendor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the spear like vendor. Like, have this, like, frog. Well, the spear vendor's like, I'll take anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll take I'll take. He'll pay, like, a dollar for something that he doesn't really want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it's kind of like, okay. Um, but money, you know, near the end of the game, it's interesting. Because near the end, money just becomes a non-issue. Which is interesting. Like... I think while you're working your way through, there's a lot of key things that you have to focus on. Like the first one obviously being um, building up your bathhouse and opening the different baths, repairing the kitchen, doing all this kind of stuff. The second thing that you need to repair is the bridge into the mountains, which opens up a whole different area of the map that has a bunch of different spirits as well as the hot springs in yeah. it. And that's another huge price that you need to pay, unfortunately, to, to get there. So for and then there's a bike that you can buy and the bike's like ten thousand dollars. Then on top of that, there's backpack sizes increases. There's all this kind of stuff that you can go in and purchase. But money eventually just becomes like such a non-object because once you have paid 
for everything like that, yeah. you're essentially like, okay, I've done all the upgrades, I've unlocked everything, now everything, all the money coming in is just straight, like, profit. Yeah. And that's what we see um, during the last quest. So the last spirit quest, which is something that's, like, super dark, is um, one of, Song, I think her name's Song. Song's baby gets kidnapped. And it's super dark because when you kind of go outside... Uh, of your house, there's all these cops outside. And the cops are like, we've been called here because a baby's missing. And you need to do all of these different, um, you know, you need to just kind of ask all these people and track the baby and sort of figure out where exactly they've taken it. And then sure enough, you find these spirits that have the baby on the beach and they're just like, they don't feel guilty for their actions. So Wanyan the cat actually kills one of the spirits. He's like, you're disgusting. How could you kidnap a baby? You're fucking disgusting. And he like kills one of the spirits. And then the other spirits are like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. And they kind of like retreat away. And he's just like, I'm so sick of these spirits. They're so evil. He goes, but I think we've got them all on the island now. And that's sort of like the end in terms of which spirits are coming where. But um, after you do that last quest, the mom actually gives you things. $30,000 in cash Whoa. for finding the baby. And that's so much money in that game. Like, that literally is... That's everything. Like, you could build the entire bathhouse over again, I think, for $30,000. That's sick. So I bought the bike, I bought all this other stuff, and I still have, like, $20,000 left, and I haven't worked a day at the bathhouse in a while. I kind of want to get back into it now. Get me fired up. Yeah, am I? Yeah. I mean, the game is, like I said... Those, those, I kind of want to do the secret ending just to know what happens. I want to... You know, it's like I, like we said when we kind of started this podcast. Um, neither one of us got the secret ending. We did a bunch of research to find it, but I just... I can't find it. People just keep being like, oh, if you do this, you'll get the secret ending. Yeah, it's everyone's like, like hiding it for some reason. The only part that I saw about the like, secret ending is um, that it involves Wanyan finding his like past identity because part of it was like blocked off for him so because you brought him back from the t when he comes out, he's like who are you basically like, yeah exactly yeah, first, yeah so so he you know we find out a couple things about wanyan and just i think in general from um the game itself is like you know there was another like spirit bathhouse keeper like a, a human who died and the other spirits were mad at Wanyon because Wanyon didn't select a, like a suitable follow-up because Wanyon was so devastated by the death of the human. So the lore, I guess, is there should always be like a bathhouse caretaker, right? Like always. And it's Wanyon's bathhouse. I think he is somehow involved in that. Um, but he should always be bringing a new human in. But when this one human died, he was so devastated, he disappeared. And that's why the spirits got neglected by the people of the town and that's why they turned into these feral beings was because they stopped getting attention praise neglect or whatever and they all went nuts so that's actually like the lore behind why all these spirits are crazy is because wanyan didn't select a second bathhouse keeper following the death of the first one so very interesting and you know i I liked, what did you think about like Wanyan's kind of character? Because I think he's a lot, but I'd love to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, he was cool. I thought he was like uh, funny, like at first, like for the, for the amount of time I played, he had some good lines. I thought they were like pretty cool. Um, well, I think he was well written overall. I think he brought like the, 
the edge that you needed for that game a bit. And I think he like really like was the main character in a sense too, because like your character doesn't talk. Yeah, he's like kind of the guys with you. Your character, time. I know. I love how your character doesn't talk, and it's just, it's just so, like your character doesn't talk, and you're just kind of like nodding or saying things. You can pick options though. Um, when you're talking to people, sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, Luke, do you like cottage cheese?" And it'll be like, "Yes or no." Yeah. Or it'll be like, you know. Wanyan, it'll be like, don't hit him or hit him harder. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think any of the stuff you say realistically affects the storyline at all. No. It's more just kind of like... Again, there's like filler questions that talk to each other and characters. Exactly. And it's giving you that ability to make it seem like there's actually that choice. Like, I would be interested in, maybe you know the answer to this, but I sure don't. I would be interested in knowing if your decisions to certain questions or certain like preferences in Stardew Valley actually affect anything. Like, if there's an option even to say, I like potatoes instead of carrots. Yeah, because, like, in Stardew Valley, like, it's like you're building relationships the whole game. So will somebody later on bring you a a potato uh, french fries instead of bringing you a carrot cake or something like that? Because they know that you like potatoes more. Like, again, I'm just... I don't know. Probably. I didn't play enough Stardew Valley to... Yeah, I know. I know. For sure. And that is, again, where I think we're struggling the most with this game. It's just I thought the character interactions were pretty weak. Do Yeah, with that being said, like... Do you want to like dive into like the actual ratings with the characters yeah, and everything? Yeah, let's let's dive in. I mean, again, there's I think like, I, I think I think we summarized the game pretty and, good in 25 minutes. And here. the key thing, I, there's one last thing I actually wanted to quickly talk about, and that was just sort of the bathhouse itself. I thought first of all, the fact that you get to um, upgrade it and you talk to the town's like handy woman, and you know she's pretty much just like you know that's not your place. So you would just be paying money to have this building renovated that you don't own, right? And then you're like, yeah, I understand. So she actually goes in there and does that. But one thing about the bathhouse that I found out way too late in the game, and again, I don't think they showed this, was in one of the corners, you actually can get um, a ceiling broom and a floor broom. And you can clean the entire bathhouse from head to toe. Oh, that's cool. I it didn't was, it know was dirty, that. right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was just the appeal. The, yeah. Um, but no, you can actually, it takes a really long time. But you can actually go in there and you scrub, Sweet. you can scrub, clean everything. And the bathhouse actually like looks stunning afterwards, which I thought was very, very cool. But again, something that they don't mention. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody said to me, there's a broom over there. Start like yeah. cleaning up the dirt on the ground. Yeah. When y- when Wyan first gets in there, he just says like, hey, here's the way you like turn the heater on. And he's yeah. like, that's basically it. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. But like, like t- and the towels, obviously. Exactly. Shows you. Yeah. But like, you you don't get under you don't understand that you can actually like clean the cobwebs up the like floor. Or yeah, off the, I thought uh, it was aesthetic. Yeah, me too. I thought yeah. that that was the point, but I found that out again way too late. But I went in and I cleaned the whole thing, and like, it's actually crazy how good they make it look. Um, wet, like how good they make it look once you've actually cleaned it. Like, yeah. it's actually a noticeable difference between the two. I imagine it would. And be, I yeah. thought that that was a really nice touch, and it's one of those things for me. That I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun. Because for some reason, I get the enjoyment out of, like, the cleaning aspect of it. I don't know why. Um, And that was something that I was really interested in. But once all the cleaning was done and everything like that, that's kind of where I felt I was running out of of speed. Because it's only so fun bringing these dudes back and forth and dropping them off, like, towels and cleaning their stuff. Only a couple of times, right? Otherwise, you kind of get over that kind of quickly. Yeah. The last thing about the bathhouse I wanted to address before we get into the ratings is sort of that, like, the the calendar season relationships between the spirits. 
and how certain spirits from certain calendar seasons can't sit next to each other, right? Like they teach you that early, but they don't really give, for me at least, a really solid explanation on it. But it's pretty much just like, hey, you want this spirit who's a summer spirit to sit next to a winter spirit? They're going to hate each other. They're going to have little frowny faces over them. And then they're going to give you worse tips because they had a bad experience because of who they were sitting beside. And I just, to be honest, I didn't even try. I just threw fuckers next to fuckers. And if they didn't like it, that was fine. But like, I thought that that was just a touch that probably didn't need to happen. I liked it because like it obviously showed that like they're like... Just like humans, like you would not like someone and be like, oh, great, I'm sitting next to this person. It's definitely No, but that's racism. That's not that. It's basically being this person's from the summer. I don't like them. It's not saying it's a certain person. It's being like summer spirits can't sit next to winter spirits because they don't get along. Winter or fall can't sit next to spring. Like it's like groups of spirits that don't like each other. It's kind of like a racist thing in my opinion. Hand up. It is. It is. It is. It's just like your summer I won't sit next to you. I'm miserable if I sit next to any of you people. Uh, I think it kind of makes sense. So like summer like doesn't gel with winter. Sure. Like it's hot and cold. It's two different people. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're, you're trying to do these needs. It's like, no, I think it, I think it just makes sense. I would just like, I would look, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like. Oh, I looked at it like that big I looked time. at it like it was like, like say you and I went to a bathhouse together and we didn't like each other. <laughs> Okay. Say, okay. say we went to a, that was fucking crazy. Just say we went to a bathhouse together. We just rip a bathhouse together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they and the owner and we don't like each other, but we showed up. And then the owner's like, "Oh, you two just sit in this bath together." It's like I don't want to talk to you. But it's I'm not, not going to enjoy my time. It's not a one-off person. That's my argument here. It's not like it's saying this one guy I don't like. It's saying any summer spirits I don't like. Yeah, I think, but it also it depends. Like again, it's just like their personalities don't like. Yeah, are the same. It's like a horoscope type thing. Yeah. It's like Virgos and Cancers aren't buddies or whatever. I'm just riffing that out there. I don't know if that's true. But regardless, that part I wasn't super into because it made things complicated for no reason. I think it's, yeah, well, they, and had to, they had to put a little bit of a challenge in there. And then the last part that I thought was very cool, and we haven't talked about this yet, but I, and I don't even know if you know this exists, but on the, you know, when you go into kind of like the kitchen um, laundry area, you can open to the left of that, and to the left of that is actually a... Um, something called the Lord's Bath. And if you are lucky, a Lord's Spirit will show up and there's one per season. So there's a winter Lord's Spirit, summer, blah, 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 blah. And they are these massive, massive, beautiful looking spirits. One of them is like majestic dragon. One of them is like a moose thing. Um, And if you're able to please them, so they need food, they need like their own heater and stuff like that. So you need to get wood and bring it to their own heater. Mm-hmm. And they have like these little minions that are like dancing and celebrating and stuff like that. You can get like $15,000 from from like impressing one of them. And the their arrivals are so epic because all of a sudden the screen goes black and it's like something ancient approaches. And all of a sudden you'll see these little guys running through the bathhouse and you're like, oh shit, the Lord's coming. Then you go in and the Lord just comes in with like a cherry blossom whim and it's just in the bath. That's a very, very cool. Yeah. And it's like a rare encounter, a rare spawn in. The last thing about the bathhouse before I shut up and we talk about the ratings was um, near the end, I had unlocked the whole the whole bathhouse. I'd unlocked all of the pools. I'd unlocked everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So... The thing is, I never used 
four of the pools. And I was just constantly like loading people in. So the question or the problem that I had was just like, I'm not even getting enough traffic to be bringing spirits up to the second floor to the West Wing or blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not getting any traffic here. So why do I have all these extra pools when I'm not even getting the clientele to fill them up? Yeah. Anyways, I thought that that was sort of a very random one in my opinion, but wanted to bring it up as well. Well, I think, I think counterpoint, they probably had those extra pools again. So you didn't have to like, so you wouldn't lose money when you're just throwing fair. whoever in the pool together with. Yeah. You know what? That's actually a fair yeah. point. But yeah. like, it's tough because it's like, oh, you want to go to the outdoor Western pool. And I'm like, okay, that's like a 20 second walk. Whereas I just dump them here and then they're closer. But again, I never had a line, nothing like that. And like my pools were never like full, full, full. Like they got close sometimes, but it was never like full, full, full. So anyways, enough about the bathhouses. Let's jump in. Let's talk ratings. Let's see kind of where we're going with it. Uh, Cause I'm curious what you're going to think. So if we want to jump right in, um, if I want to go into the characters specifically, it's weird because I thought the spirits were very interesting characters, but the actual human NPCs for me left a lot to be desired personally. So I, I'm torn because you don't really see growth in anybody but Wanyan. Like he's the only kind of character you see anything in. But I think that the kind of like back and forth between them was pretty good. I'm actually probably only going to go like two for characters. It, it just... I don't think it was super engaging in terms of talking to people or doing anything because it felt very cookie cutter. I could go fishing with five different characters. I could go to the hot springs with three different characters and it's kind of the same. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Like a two sounds good. And also like we kind of mentioned already how like the characters eventually after like two or three interactions and like simple, they'll be like, okay, I'm done with this. It's exactly. like, oh, it's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, background, I want to say this is actually this is five for me. Yeah, and you know, and and you know yeah, what? It's yeah, weird because like I really it. enjoyed, like the different like uh, aspects of it. At least like I thought like the maps like generally pretty big, and like there's things to unlock and things yeah. to like go and check out. Like hidden, I really enjoyed like finding the hidden things where you like go through a hole and all of a sudden you're like on the other side of the map. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, this is neat. Um, but it just like it was very peaceful. Um, everything there's different things that are interacting like. Like I said, there's like frogs and things just running around. And you could see like different things moving around. And, yeah. like, and obviously with the NPCs, like, yeah, they lacked, they were lackluster in like at least personality, but they would, you would see them interacting with different things and like moving around the map totally. and going to work and yeah. things like that. So you'd see them like working day to day, like their things too. Um, and then obviously like at night, them going to drink or whatever the case is, like they have nightlife and social mm -hmm. life. Uh, they go interact with the other NPCs. I thought that was cool. Um but yeah, I thought it was very beautiful, the map itself, and I thought it was very like well done and very good music and everything like that. And so. I really liked the um, the like the, the like graphics, the graphics. I really liked. They remind yeah. me of Undertale graphics. Yeah, yeah, they were Undertale graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel very similar. I'll also probably go with a five on it as well. Like you said, like I think you nailed it. Like all the NPCs have their own lives, and regardless of how you you know talk to them or don't talk to them in a day you are going to be seeing those exact characters doing their exact things all the time, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that that was very, very cool. Um, so sound. sound. The sound in this game is incredible. I'm going to give the sound like so freaking high. The music's great. The The rain is incredible. The sound of the birds, the sound of the crows, like they did so well with sound effects in this game on top of the music. 
Um, I know when it was raining, I was like, this actually just sounds like rain. Like, this just sounds like peaceful rain. And I get why they call this a cozy game is because you just want to be so cozy just playing this game like in a rain, like in a rainstorm, right? So I'm going five on the sound big time. Yeah, I was going to say five as well. I thought the sound was really well done. I kind of mentioned I, I, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in background how I thought the sound really plays in with the background mm -hmm. too. Um, so the background just, yeah, felt cozy. Um, it's a very peaceful game. I, again, sometimes these games are hard to play. It's not my cup of tea all the time, but I thought um, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. If you're just lying in bed with a, with a, with, with a glass of tea yeah, or a cup yeah, of tea, yeah. cup of tea or cup of coffee in the morning when you're playing this, like all cozed up, nice and warm. It's, it's raining it's outside. Great. It's a nice vibe. Um, replayability. Uh, again, I, so actually Luke and I had a conversation a couple days ago uh, discussing replayability. And I was thinking, well, Luke mentioned, like, we should look at replayability. And this has been, what, how many years have we been doing this now? Three yeah, years? three years. Three years, and we're finally realizing, hey, replayability for us shouldn't be um, our own personal thoughts on replayability and more, like, as a general scope of how everyone would look at it. Like, um, like we ourselves might not think a game is replayable for ourselves, but we can look at the bigger picture and be like, well, I could see why someone would want to play this game again. And for replayability on this, I think is like pretty high. I think if I had to guess, a replayability for this game would probably be around a three point five. And this is just be quiet. No, you took. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like you took it out of my mouth. But yes, yes, uh, continue. Just, just because, like, I feel like a three point five. I don't think everyone's gonna replay this game after they finish it because, like, there is some gamers like Luke and I who, you know, you complete a game or you you 100% a game or something like that and you're like okay I'm done with this game most likely but I feel like this game a lot of people enjoy it for the aspects of how relaxing it is and calming um and obviously if people have like I feel like you know suffer from things like anxiety and depression I feel like this game could be a comforting game for those of people it can be almost therapeutic in its way and I feel like those of people um I could find I could see wanting to play this more often than not and uh, that's why I give it a 3.5. But someone, I could understand, like, if looking at the greater scream, if you're here just to strictly game, and that's it, I think there will be people that maybe will be turned off, like myself, yeah. where I kind of dropped it after, like, five or six hours. But I could see how, on the other turn of it, as a as someone that's more of a casual fan that, like, wants to just play games here and there, and, you know, for the cozy and, like, relaxing aspect of it, um, could play it more often. So I'll go kind of up the middle, in a sense, with a 3.5. I, I actually was going to say the exact same thing. Like, I don't think this is a five out of five game just because I think you really, I think what you see in Stardew Valley is you're not playing Stardew Valley that long for the crops. You're playing it for the relationships with the NPCs. And this is something that's missing big time in this game is those NPC relationships. Um, I think once somebody does 100% complete this game, there really isn't probably much left to do um, in terms of unlocking those shrines. So I could see if people don't want to just sit there and keep doing the bathhouse, you get over it. Because grinding those reps and grinding those friendships is not fun. So I'm going to go probably about a three and a half as well, like dead on what you pretty much said here. Just because I find that it wasn't necessarily super, super replayable just because of those relationships. But I can see the appeal at least like almost like an anxiety type game where like you're feeling anxious. Just sit in there and, and grind this out for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Story. The story was okay. Um, I can't give the story massive uh, just because, you know, the, oh, I'm a writer going to a small town. Oh, I found this spirit. I think that where the story shines, though, is the quests to get the ghosts and writing all those side stories to solve these mysteries and puzzles and everything like that was very, very fun. But I think the overarching story hurt a little bit. So I can't give it really low because the ghost part is a huge, the spirit tracking is a huge part of it. 
I think they did do a really good job of, you know, focusing on the time and how you have to do things and how you have to impress these spirits and also doing a variety of different things on top of that. So I'm going three, five on the story. It was good. Wasn't un unreal. Yeah. I was going to say like for me, the story isn't near, uh, Nearly as good as a 3.5 for you, at least, Luke. I think this game is like a 2.5 story. And it's just because, again, like the whole concept is like you're here to write a book um, and you meet a, you kind of like drink a, a, like a magical tea, essentially. And meet, yeah. a, meet a spirit. You're like, hey, now you're running a bathos, buddy. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, so there wasn't really much to the story besides that. And obviously, you're chasing different spirits down and bring them to your bathhouse. And obviously, there's that hidden message that you and I both didn't get to. Yeah, I'd and love maybe, to know and, what it was. And, and maybe that would have changed my opinion on the story, made it like more full or fulfilling even, at least. But I feel like overall, it's more just a game where you're like, it's almost sandboxy, where you're like, here, you're going to just like hang out in this bathhouse, clean up the bathhouse, you know, provide like um, service in a sense to these spirits. And you get paid for it, and that's the game. And I just want to throw one last thing in there. I'm glad we you you reminded me about this, but even the ending wasn't very emotional or good at all. Oh, right? it, like it, oh, it was anticlimactic. Like, it was like, like Cam, okay, going on the bus, and he's just like, I don't care if you go on the bus, I don't care. And then you go on the bus, he's like, Hey, respect you. Yeah, and then, and then, he's, just, then he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not actually gonna try and guilt trip you here. No, it's weird I though. I like my time with and, you. And I know we, I know we had this conversation, but it's weird that they, you know. They say, do you want to go on the bus? And you say yes. And then you have that chat with uh, Wanyan or whatever. And then the funny part is they don't even give you the opportunity to step away after that. Like they should after that when he goes, who are you talking to? Be like, never mind, I'm staying. Why is that not an option? Yeah. Right? Like, like why like, is that not an option after that conversation with Wanyan? Like, we just we, feels we like tried too. We, uh, we did it twice. Yeah, we did the ending twice. Um, technically three times. Yeah. Because he said no on going on the bus and nothing happened. Just yeah. kind of ended. Uh, or nothing ended. You can just continue to play. Or if you if you go on the bus, there's no option to be like, actually, I'm gonna get off the bus. Which there stay. should be an option after you have that deep, it that was, like that come to Jesus talk, quote unquote, with Wanyan, where he's just like, I care about you. We all care about you. Like it was cool to see you like get on the bus and say like the bus driver's like, what are you doing talking to yourself? Then he's like, you just say, I was saying bye to some friends, and yeah. all the spirits pop up after that. That's cool. That was nice. That was nice. It's a nice little touch. But I mean, still, just I feel like the ending left a lot to be desired because I think the problem is they don't want the they don't want you to do that ending, right? They want you to stay in town. They want you to grind. But if that was the case, they would probably give you that option. And I thought after the credits, there might be a little hidden special scene. There's nothing. Yeah. So regardless, I gave it a seven six because I do see this game as being like a solid game overall. If you're into one of these cozy type games, I think that's the key thing to focus on. Is if this is if you like these kind of like Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley type things, and you're a Spirited Away fan, I think this game is like a perfect combination. Yeah, mine's seven point two, just a few points less than yours. Um, Not for you, but you can see the appeal. I think is the right term, right? Uh, I know. I like. I think for me, like I could still see it being a seven point two. I think the replayability being restructured the way we're looking at it now is definitely going to help. Um, rate higher games, I think, for us. Because I think there has been games that we've done in the past, like, hey, we love this game, but it's a 5.6 or whatever because we didn't really like the appeal of replaying it ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that changes a lot of dynamics towards, like, games we've done in the past. But I think this is the, the first time trying it. I think a 7.2. Replayability, let's just say if I took the replayability down to, like, maybe a 1 if I completed the game, 
it's still 6.2. Still, it's still a pretty so, yeah, decent game. The game's so. got good bones on it. And I think one of the things, just to kind of top up there, is like, I think for me, the biggest win of this entire game was the sound. The sound was beautiful. Like Yeah, it's super calming. It's super relaxing. It gives me like, a, and I don't know if anyone's ever uh, listened to this stuff, but like lo-fi hip-hop, like almost. It gives me that type of feel to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, sound in the background, I thought I really enjoyed. And you know what? It was a good game. I think I think I'll dive back into it a bit more. I think I want to try and figure out those those uh, hidden endings. So. It's a, it you know like I said, it's a game that I could see myself picking up just to play for an hour one day, right? Um, on that note, we are super excited because February kicks off a very exciting month and a half, two months for us, and it is going to be everything Mario. So we are starting off so strong talking about the Paper Mario series that is you know I think taken the gaming world by storm. Paper Mario has been something that has been around since. My childhood, when I first played, you know, Paper Mario on N64 in 2001, um, we're going to be going through first Paper Mario. We're going to be talking Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. We're going to be finishing with Paper Mario the Origami King. And then we're going to go back to where it all started, actually, which is Mario RPG. Came out for the Super Nintendo. That is the basis of where Paper Mario ended up. And we're going to be talking about everything there. It just got a really cool remake that we're going to be playing on the Switch. And then the next month, we're going to be talking about some of the standalone Mario games that have really shone throughout the past couple of, not couple of years, the past years. So we're thinking we're going to be talking Super Mario Galaxy. We're going to be talking Mario Sunshine. We're going to be talking Super Mario Wonder. We have a ton of really cool games coming up, and it's going to be very, very Nintendo and Mario heavy. Oh, yeah. So if you want some nostalgia from some of the old Paper Mario games, it's something you don't want to miss out on. Or if you want to learn something new, we're going to be talking about the basis for RPG and how it shaped the Super Mar- Paper Mario world. Um, we are super excited to be bringing you that in the next couple of weeks. We will see you guys next week for an all-new episode. Peace. This far, I just feel it. This is truly where I belong. Making my way down Ocean Drive, hungover people pass me by. I know they feel it. Yeah, they feel the way that I do.